Hello, and welcome to the making of Playing With Songs, episode number six. That's just me, I'm playing with songs. You can't see, and I'm playing with songs for you to see. Playing with songs, that's just me, I'm playing with songs. You can't see that I'm playing with songs for you to see. Well, just where did we get to from last week? So I found that app, didn't I, called Focus Keeper. And that helped a bit, you know, it did help. Uh, but I found, like I mentioned in the previous episode, that I wasn't really recapping what I'd done in a 25-minute pomodoro, which uh, pomodoro is, well, it's a tomato, I believe, in Italian, but it's also this technique where you focus on one thing for 25 minutes and then you have a five-minute break and you carry on. But the guy who created it says that in the last five minutes you want to be recapping and sort of wrapping up what you've done, and I wasn't doing that. So I thought, well, I wonder if there's a way to add in another little... um, little beeper in the Focus Keeper app. And no, there isn't. But there is another app I found called Seconds. Now, this is an app that was made for that hit thing. Is it high intensity interval training, I believe? But it's really cool. This, well, again, it costs money, £4.99, but you can get it on both the Android and iOS. And this has really sorted me out. So now, and if you can see this, I've put in like a 10 minute vocal warm up. And that, I hope you can see this, because I can't tell what you can and you can't see. And you see, that counts down, and then I'll go to my Pomodoro 1, and then I'll have a five-minute wrap-up, then I have a break, and then I go for two, and, and so on and so forth. And this is working out really well, and it, when it gets to the end, the last three seconds, they go beep, 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 beep. And that's been quite nice, you know, because now I work at something and then the five-minute timer for the end of the 25-minute chunk comes up and I think, right, okay, what have I learned up to this point on the songs that I'm learning and how can I recap this and remember it and and write up notes? And that's been uh, working a right treat that has to sort of summarise and and note things. And the other thing is to always try and come at learning with a sense of joy and curiosity and fascination so that you're more open-minded to take in all this new kind of information. So that's been great. That's worked really well. And then the other thing that came off the back of this was I ended up then writing notes about the songs I was working on, and I thought, I thought, oh, no, that's good, but what am I going to do with the notes? What if I lose track with notebooks after notebooks? I've ended up with quite a few notebooks. And I thought, well, there must be a way, there must be a way. And today I thought, well... I'm putting all of these songs into Logic Pro because that will uh, read the tempo in adapt tempo mode and then I can divide up the song into la la into chunks for the verses and the intros and all that that kind of thing. But you also have an option to add in notes. So I've got notes in there for the project notes and then you can put notes in there for the tracks. So at the moment in this project for each of the songs there's just one track. So I've now put these notes about the songs that I'm working on into the track, the track notes. And I've started sort of dating it so the most recent thing will happen and then I'll make a note of it. Like, for example, for example, examples for which there are was to remember to slide up to the notes. So the 
song I'm learning is it's quite a high song and I'm trying to figure out the best way to sort of mix my voice up a bit higher. And this little bit that worked on this particular phrase was to sort of slide up to each note and think of more of an ah, ah, ah sound, but not to think of increasing the volume. Uh, but do think of keeping the support and that helped a right treat and now I've been able to add that note into my Logic project and you know jobs are good and I'll be able to come back and keep on working this thing keep on working on this thing in fact and it's allowed me to sort of keep a mark of the tracks and say you know I'm going to say four is that it's bloody brilliant three is that you can just about get away with it and get by two maybe know half the track and I'm give it a score of one when I maybe know one little tiny bit of it and it's been really uh, fascinating to sort of keep track and build up these numbers. I say the only other downside is I'm finding it a bit tricky to fit in as many Pomodoros as I want. Really, I'd like to fit in 12, because if I've got 12, right, you could, do the, you could do four songs in four chunks, then have your lunch, then come back, do the four songs again, and, you, and make sure when you start to work on these songs, I recommend this for everyone, to first think of what you can remember. So you want to actively recall what you've remembered and then if you need to learn the new sections, then learn the new sections. And then have that section again, ideally just quickly go through the four again and recall everything you can remember. I think the process of recalling cannot be underestimated because it's only then that you actively seek the information in your brain, in your noggin, and realise what you have and what you haven't learnt. Whereas if you keep going back to the original without trying to remember it with nothing, then you don't really know what you've learned. So that's what I'd like to do, but I'm finding it a bit tricky to fit it all in because I've got other bits and bobs I need to be getting on with. But it is likely that this job is probably going to be delayed another month. And if that's true, then even if I only get through four a week, I will still have gone through every song very thoroughly by the time I go away. So maybe it's not the end of the world, but I'm going to keep working at different ways to get in more Pomodoros and we'll see how we go from there. One of the other ways that I've been trying to get a bit more time into the day has been, uh, I listened to this podcast, uh, I might have mentioned it before, it was a Kevin Rose podcast, and he had this guy on, this like neuroscience guy, and he was talking about how you can sleep a bit better, and he suggested that uh, within the first few hours of waking up, you go out and get a bit of sunlight, you know, without sunglasses on for like five minutes, and then again at dusk, so you can pick up some of the yellow and blue light to sort of reset the body clock. So I did try that the other week, and by day three, yeah, I was finding that I was getting much tired uh, much earlier in the day, and able to go to bed a bit earlier. And then it was one day where I just woke up at seven in the morning and felt great. And I, you know, did have a lot more day available. But then the weekend came and, you know, things sort of slip away. So I think that's going to be another way to fit in some more of these Pomodoro focus chunks and get through more songs in that way. And then the other thought I've had when I was going for a lovely little stroll today in what is beginning to be quite sunny weather as we're approaching the beginning of spring, which is nice, which is lovely was uh, to think about habits. Now, um, we about 40% of what we do every day is just habits, right? And we don't really think that with a huge sort of conscious effort when we do habits. They're kind of just put in place. Um, 
I'll find who I can attribute this to, but there's this one guy who's written a book that suggests that you can use this acronym MAP if you wanted to create a habit and say, you know, what's the motivation for the habit? You know, what's the ability? Make sure it's really easy to do. And then what's the prompt? Um, and then there's these other acronyms and, and mnemonics that I couldn't quite get my head around in the same way. But I feel like you could use that for good things you do and bad things you do. Like, you know, I have a prompt of a bit of stress and then I want chocolate and then if the chocolate's there and I have the ability to eat it I'll eat it straight away <laughs> so I was thinking it would be nice to apply some of those habits um, to every part of my day to get back some time because I've realized I've got into a bit of a habit now of waking up and now I am kind of have the luxury or unluxury I suppose of currently being out of work but I am having a job to go on to and uh, so maybe I have a lot more free time than some other people. So I apologise. I do apologise. But um, I'll wake up now and then I'll do this uh, Wim Hof breathing where you, you breathe in deeply for uh, 30 breaths in and out and then you hold your breath and la la la. You do that three times and that's, yeah, yeah, it does the job. You know, check it out, Wim Hof. If you've got any underlying health conditions or blood pressure issues, don't do it. But uh, if you're sure everything's great, then yeah, give it a shot. That's quite nice to sort of calm you down. And then I'll do that, and then I'll do a bit of meditation, then I'll get up. But the problem is, is I'll do that in bed, you see. So by the time I've done it, I'm like, oh, I could just go back to sleep again now. But today, oh, today, today was the day where I think I've come up with a solution. Now, my feet get cold. They get chilly very easily. It's, uh, you know, what is it, Reynolds disease? You know, anyone who gets cold feet and cold hands can hopefully relate. They get cold, all right? So that's the reason I do it in bed, because I don't want my feet to get cold. But obviously the answer is buy some slippers. I've been putting off buying slippers for a long time, for probably a year, I would say, since my last slippers broke. But that's the answer, right? So then you get out of the bed, do the Wim Hof out of the bed, do the meditation out of the bed, and you're already up. Better still, right, if I open the windows, open the curtains of the sunlight coming in, then it's like win-win, right? You're getting a bit of sun, it's telling you it's daytime, you're doing all your meditations, everything's great, now I'm good to go, and, you know, up the ziggurat, lickety-split, and all that kind of stuff, you just vroom, and off we go. And I'm going to start trying that once I get some slippers, once I've ordered some, and I'm reckoning that should give me back like a good hour of the day, and which is great, right? A bit more time, more time, more things done, isn't it? Bish bash bosh. One more thing I'll say about habits before I move on to an update on how we're getting on with Playing With Songs, episode three, Playing With Songs Produced, which is about a song called Stay. Before I get on to that, just one more point I want to make about habits, which is that when you do things habitually, obviously it uses kind of less brain processing power. You probably burn fewer calories to actually make the decisions to do these things because they become habitual. You're not really thinking about them. So it got me to thinking, I'm sorry, I have a little itch on my nostril. It got me to thinking that and a little, a little more itch on my nostril. I have recently showered, which is why if you're watching this in a video, you'll see that my hair is a bit wet. So sometimes my nose gets a bit itchy when I've had a shower. It's a true, it's a true story. So habits use a bit less of the brain power because they've, you know, they've 
been set up, however they've been set up over time, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. And I thought, well, that's that's cool, right? So what if I can get everything that I want to get done into a habit? Then I'll free up a whole bunch of brain processing power that means that then when I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do, which is learn a lot of songs and create these uh, episodes and create uh, what would be like a produced song, which we are going to get eventually in Playing the Songs Produced Episode 3, then surely that's going to increase that productivity, isn't it? So this is something I'm going to keep looking at, keep reading into and, and keep seeing if we can find ways to create more and more habits. So before you know it, you know, a whole day goes by and, well, I've done everything I ever wanted to do and everything's blooming brilliant and I don't even feel like I've done anything because that'd be great, wouldn't it? And then you don't have a... That fatigue, you know, which is what I was having before when I was sort of forcing myself into these pomodoros. You can, if you can find a way to do these things in such a way where they're kind of habitual, they're easy, and then it feels like a lot less effort because it probably is a lot less effort. It spends a lot less energy. Um, and, you know, win, win, win. Who doesn't want to spend less energy and be happier and get more done? You know, who doesn't, right? <laughs> Right, so the moment you have all possibly been waiting for, an update on Playing With Songs Produced, episode number three, the song called Stay. So did he get any further? Did he make some drums? Well, I looked to make it some drums, but you see, a friend of mine I worked with, um, he was in another show, we worked a summer season, back in 2018. He started posting some videos on Instagram of him playing drums, and uh, which is good, right? I didn't even know he played drums, because he always knew him as a bass player and a singer and a guitarist, but plays drums, and he's very good. And the nice thing is, is he keeps posting videos regularly, and there are a lot of songs that I like, a lot of kind of bands that I like, like Blink-182 and Billy Talent, and a lot of, you know, that kind of stuff, which is great. So I thought, well, I really want to play to the drums. One of the things I've really been loving about the songs I've been working on lately, because they're from the 60s, is, you know, none of them are to a click track, and they all have a different kind of feel, and they speed up, and they slow down, and they push, and they pull, and they have this nice kind of element to it, which was something that we ended up having, me and my friend Sophie, when we recorded the song, just naturally because, you know, I'm not amazing at staying in time, but there were some elements of that that came out that were like, oh, actually... Maybe I, I was trying to stay in time, but the fact that it sped up here or it slowed down here was nice. It kind of added something and, you know, made a bit more to the song. So I've gone through with the song um, in Logic Pro. You can um, set it so that it sort of tries to track all the beats that it's that it's mapped out. And then that way you can take a song that's got a variable tempo and just flatten the tempo out. Now, I mean, it's, it's not done it perfectly. I'd have to go through and check every exact beat, but it's done it pretty well. And so for now, I've kind of made it so, you know, the song starts at a tempo and then when the verse comes in, it speeds up and then it slows back down for the chorus and things like that. And then I've got like the reggae section at a different tempo and this little possibly Motowny section at a different tempo, which should be nice. And so what I've done is I've reached out to my friend and said, you know, would you be up for making a drum beat? You know, what if I beatbox the drum beat? Because I want I want the song to start like something along those lines. That's kind of how I wanted to start. Um, so I've messaged in the details, 
Uh, that was just today. So we'll see what he says. So fingers crossed that'll happen because that'll be wonderful. It'd just be really nice to have a track that's got a lot of feeling, a lot of heart to it, a lot of groove going on. And then I can really fit in the guitar parts into it. I just love the idea. And, you know, this is what happens with a lot of songs. I just I like it when everything kind of works together, everything complements each other and in its own kind of way, you know. Um and that'll be nice. So we'll see what he says. If he isn't up for that, that's fine. I'll begin programming it, which I think will probably take quite a while. And it's going to be tricky, right? Because, you know, you program the drums on a, some software and obviously you see those beats in, in their exact positions. So what happens then when you want to maybe make a couple of beats fast and a couple of beats late? How do I know which ones to slow down and speed up? And obviously, if you're a drummer, you can just think, hey, I'm in time, I've slowed and I've caught up and I slowed. And you could just put those things in a bit more easily. So it could take a while. But either way, we've got an approach. So we'll see over the next few days if he finds a way to do this. Then wonderful, it's going to be really great. And um, if he's really up for it, it would be nice to include him in the episode as well. Um, and obviously, it'll be credited and all the rest of it. But obviously, things are. Uh, in the organisation and negotiating stage um, but hopefully that will come through and that would be nice to be uh, a collaboration between the two of us and eventually a collaboration between the three of us because I wrote this song with my friend Sophie so it will be me, Sophie and this other guy who I'll leave unnamed for now in case he's not able to do this or doesn't fancy doing it it's up to him, I've only just asked him but fingers crossed fingers crossed that will happen and we'll really make some progress Oh yes. Okay, last thing I'm going to mention is that soon, uh, at the beginning of May, I think is it May the 1st, let me check... So it's May the 3rd. So soon on May the 3rd will be episode 1 of Playing the Songs Produced. And obviously when I originally made this episode, it was just called Let Me Itch My Nose. It was just called Playing With Songs. And that was it, just Playing With Songs. This is, oh, and Let Me Itch My Eye. That was before I came up with the, the idea of Playing With Songs Produced, because that's what it evolved into. So what I might do, I think, just to make things a bit more cohesive and so they make a bit more sense, is possibly record a new intro to the episode to say, you know, hey, welcome, this is Playing With Songs produced episode one and this is this is where it started and you'll see how it evolves because you'll see in that episode, not to spoil too much, um, that was always going to start and just stay acoustic. Obviously the original idea for Playing With Songs is more like what has become or will become the Playing With Songs acoustic format whereby you take a song, sing it and guitar, break it down into chunks, improve each chunk and remember it and then play the thing at the end. But you see what happened when I started recording this is I did that and I thought, oh, no one's going to like this are they? Surely I need to add more, I need to add drums, I need to add bass, I need to have everything. So I did. And since then I've realised that yeah, it's great to do that and it always is also great to keep it on acoustic as well. And a, a lot of ways for me, keeping it on acoustic is more challenging because that means we need to, uh, you know, take all these chunks and maybe, you know, improve a little vocal line here, improve a bit of guitar here, maybe add in some more little twiddlies and rhythmic things. 
and then I need to remember it all and learn it all and then perform it in one go. So it's a, it is a bigger challenge. And so playing the songs produced is... Hmm, I don't know, they both have their own challenges in their own way. But I think the thing with playing with songs produced is you can be working on such a tiny chunk um, and go over it and over it and over it so many times and eventually get a perfect take, which is kind of what I've done. And that, uh, and that's the thing, this is the element I want to add back in to what would be episode three. So the element that's missing in episodes one and two is really the struggle of figuring out how to play these bits and how to play them well. And that's really the element that I want to add back in because it's that element that I think is key in having a possibility to help people and give people ideas. Because, you know, I'm not an amazing musician, but every little thing I find I know can help someone who's somewhere down the road in their musical journey, you know. And, you know, even someone who's better than me, maybe I've found this other approach that even, you know, they're brilliant in some other area. They're like, oh, I didn't know you could try it that way or I didn't know you could try it this way. You know, I mean, that, that's been one of the other big learning experiences in music is there isn't a right and wrong for any kind of music, really. You can change keys randomly and you can have scales that are just semitones, which are just any of the random notes, you know, especially when you listen to some really advanced jazz. There's so many things you can kind of just do. But then there's certain things that, maybe have got a broader appeal, you know, more poppy kind of chord progressions and things like that. Okay, so going forward, we're going to hope that we hear back from our friend and see if he's up for doing all the drums and he's got a way to record them and that would be really brilliant and then once we've got that that's really going to be a time when I can actually start recording the episode which is quite exciting really and then the last thing I'll say um, that I've done today that I don't have the money for but I thought I'm going to treat myself I really want to lose a bit of weight not that much just like a stone or so which uh, for the Americans is like 14 pounds um, in kilos it's what I don't know maybe 10 kilos I don't know I really just want to lose that because I didn't used to have this here and I don't really like exercise and I find it very boring and all the gyms are shut now anyway aren't they with all this lockdown business and then I remembered about the Wii Fit, a Ring Fit, Ring Fit Adventure, not Wii Fit, Ring Fit Adventure. I thought, well, I'll give that a go. And I just, I did a quick little Google, you know, can it get your fit? It's like, well, yeah, if you use it properly, yeah, you can. I thought, oh, right, right, I get it. Um, so I've got it. So I've got to make sure I use it now because it's not cheap, £65. It's quite a lot of money. Um, because there was some, you know, some kind of clickbait article saying this guy from the Philippines, um, played uh, we fit no, ring fit ring fit adventure for like 25 minutes a day for a month and then he lost a lot of weight oh, okay that'd be nice that would be nice but it sounds more opinion to me because i can't stand the idea of exercise so if we can turn it into a game then that's you know all the better so we'll see how we get on with that hopefully that should arrive later in the week and we give that a go and then maybe i'll look lovely and trim and uh, a svelte figure of um elegance i don't know so until next time, take very good care of yourself. I have been Rob Langley-Jones, and this has been The Making of Playing With Songs, Episode 6. Take care.